I felt very called to be a part of this growing industry and to really help steward some leadership within it so that we can create an industry of leaders and trusted brands. Opportunities essentially just kind of showing up or you'll be able to, to know the right opportunities when they do show up. Trust of accountability, of your best and brightest, of you being your best and brightest. Hello, friends, and welcome back to another episode of Weed Buds Radio. I'm so excited. We've taken a little break. Just things have been so hectic over here in the studio, both on the not plastic front and really excited that we have some news coming up for all of you about some products that uh, we are working on here with Weed Buds and just so many amazing things have been going on. And I think all of us last year were really looking for a sense of community, a a group where we could be our authentic selves, where we can push ourselves and evaluate, you know, what do we want to do? What do we want to do personally? What do we want to do professionally? And I think after we kind of went through some of those journeys and processes from March into the summer, we started to reach out and we started to connect again. And I'll never forget when I really started to look at LinkedIn and growing my network professionally and communicating about not plastic and some of the things that were important to me, I started to meet incredibly empowered individuals. And one of those individuals, I'll never forget, I was sitting outside of my house on a beautiful sunny day and birds were everywhere chirping as they were at my house. And another, this individual that I connected with, I had never heard so many birds on the other side of the phone. And so there was immediately a connection there, right? Because in the virtual world, and as Matt does in our podcast, you know, there's sometimes an element of the background that Matt inserts to uh, the shows during the studio. So we don't seem like we're so disconnected on Zoom. But this call, it didn't need any audio engineering. You know, we both were very present in our spots and it was very powerful to me. And we've been able to build a relationship. And so I'm really excited to introduce to all of you, my friends, now, my good friend, Matt Ritchie. Matt, thank you so much for joining me on Weed Buds. Yeah, thank you for having me, Rise. Uh, pleasure to be here. And um, I do remember that call where we had the, the synchronistic birds. And uh, if you take a pause, you might be able to hear them again because they're right out here outside my window. That was and, hilarious uh, because when you said pause, the birds were literally chirping and then paused. Yeah, yeah, they're uh, they're following me around, giving me my soundtrack, and uh, apparently helping me connect with people around the world. So uh, we'll thank nature for that one. Absolutely. Well, Matt invited me on to his program with him and his business partner, and I got the opportunity to introduce Not Plastic to you, Matt, and, and your community, and I was so grateful for that opportunity. And I would love to kind of share what you are building here because I think not just myself but I think there's a lot of entrepreneurs that are starting to realize that the reflection that maybe they went through in the last year gave them a real sense of clarity around who they are and who their business is and what their business is and so I know I'm excited for some of the opportunities you and I have to collaborate but I would really like for the audience to hear it from you 
and not from me. So do you mind sharing a little bit about what you and Arai have been creating and cultivating over the last couple of years? Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate the opportunity to share. This is something that obviously I'm passionate about and I love to uh, bring it to more and more people. And as you're mentioning, it seems to be resonant with a, a high amount of people, no pun intended. I feel like there's more and more people every day who are, um, you know, reaching out to me. And like I say, it's sort of a magnet uh, that I've been able to put out into the industry and um, get, a, get a certain response back. And it's been really cool. Um, really quickly, I'll give you a very quick background on what I, how, how I got into the cannabis industry and, and why I got into the cannabis industry. Um, my background's more in the um, personal transformation and executive coaching space, um, working with startups and fast growth companies. Uh, you know, I had a, a startup that we we ran for about four years that we did great work with, uh, you know, Airbnb and Facebook and some really cool fast growth companies working with their executives, um, built helping build out their teams and, and connect them even further and just really uh, change what it means to have a dynamic team, to have a powerful team and to really create synergy within a team and with a real focus on the human element, right? We talk about communication, we talk about all these things that make us human and that really connects us as human beings. So uh, fast forward, I had a daughter, took a little time off, um, asked God, universe, whatever you want to call it, what my next steps were. And being a advocate of the plant and a person who consumes cannabis, I felt very called to be a part of this growing industry and to really help steward some leadership within it so that we can create an industry of leaders and trusted brands that, you know, the normal mainstream public can get behind and really believe in and really see cannabis for the medicine it is and not necessarily maybe the, uh, you know, the recreational drug, so to speak, that, that a lot of people see it as. Um, so to really re reframe cannabis in people's minds from a high level. So I decided to start doing what I do and bringing people together, um, you know, hosting some masterminds, hosting some small events here in Southern California. And uh, yeah, I got reconnected with a good friend of mine, Rye, and he's got a really cool brand called Mr. Cannabis. He's got a whole great story of how he became known as Mr. Cannabis, helping legalize CBD and, and hemp and cannabis in the, the country of Brazil back in 2015. And, um, you know, really just started to uh, help build out his virtual community. We started then hosting some physical events here in Southern California, up in L.A., and then, of course, the pandemic happened, and we had a, a retreat that was half full for Easter weekend, this weekend coming up. So it's been, uh, you know, basically a year now since we canceled our events and just kind of went full virtual. Um, we took a couple of weeks to kind of figure out what exactly we wanted to do. And being a, a previous internet marketer, someone who built brands online and has worked with, you know, a lot of people in that space, helping build my own brands and, and others, you know, we just decided to really start you know, obviously we couldn't do physical for, we didn't know. We were like, hey, like, this might be three months, but it could be the rest of the year, which it's been that plus. So it's like, we decided to start building virtual. We started doing events virtually, hosting our, our weekly roundtable masterminds. And for people who aren't familiar with a mastermind, I know, I just, I just want to throw this out there. Most people that I'm talking to coming into the industry don't really, haven't participated or don't really know what a mastermind is. So I'll just give you a really quick download on what that is you know mastermind really this is a concept you know from the 30s the the book think and grow rich basically he went around and talked to all the most successful peoples you know the rockefellers the carnegies everyone around the world and the one thing that every single leader uh, successful leader had in common they had a support group of people that they would bounce ideas off of that they would literally um, vet you know problems through and use them as resources to solve those problems 
So the mastermind, the you know, combination of multiple you know, high-level people, high-level thinkers coming together to solve common problems for each other is the concept of a mastermind. So there wasn't really anything like that going on in the cannabis CBD space. So we decided to, hey, we know that this, this industry is going to grow. There's going to be some really big money coming into the industry here in the next you know, three to 10 years. There's going to be huge money as it becomes more and more legal. These small people, these people who have you know, great brands, they're very passionate about the brand or about the, the medicine and the plant itself. We want to support them. We really wanted to, you know, basically connect these people and, you know, rising tide lifts all ships together in a sense. So really building a community of trusted, like-minded entrepreneurs and executives within the cannabis and CBD space that have each other's back that can really, you know, you know, circular economy, like helping people create better synergistic partnerships and relationships and and, um, you know, we're going to be having a, an accountability and like a blacklist for people who step outside of what we think is a normal moral route of practice so that we can have some sort of accountability and trust built within the industry. Because I've had over 500 conversations now. And the one thing that every single person has told me is that they have been screwed over or there's been a lack of, ju- of judgment, integrity of something with people they've worked with in the industry. So every single person is looking for trust and that's outside of any industry we all want to work with people that we know love and trust that we can say hey this is what i need boom i know that they're going to take care of me i know that you know of course they're going to i'm going to provide them with value but or with whatever that's monetary or, or exchange value but in general we do we we show up and we do what we say we're going to do and we do it with integrity and we do it you know in in a win-win for everybody so we're really wanting to create this community of this circular economy of connected like-minded cbd and cannabis professionals that can basically synergize their their brand their business whatever it is they do and really create these these synergistic partnerships for when this big money comes in and whether they get bought out or whatever but we just don't want this money to drown out the small really passionate entrepreneurs in this industry and without a really good support system that's what's going to happen that's what's going to happen over the next three to ten years all these brands will get filtered out bought up whatever and then we're going to have like say big alcohol big tobacco kind of running the industry so my goal as Someone who uh, loves the plant and is passionate about this medicine and wants to see it, you know, steward in in a way that's not like alcohol, that's not like tobacco. Um, I feel very called to be uh, a leader of leaders and bringing people together. You talked about reframing mindsets. And I I think that's something that starts with us in the industry, right? If we want to reframe the mindset of the way people look at cannabis and look at adult use then I think we need to really reframe ourselves as entrepreneurs in the industry. How are we portraying? How are we communicating? How are we sharing what it means to us with individuals? You know, do we represent it as that adult use recreational treat or do we represent it as a part of our daily regimen? And that's something that you and I have talked about both on your program uh, and now uh, is that like it can be very much in a professional lifestyle and effective if you so. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not I'm not here to throw shade on people who use, you know, who wake and bake and use cannabis all day. It is a medicine and people have their own journeys with it. Um, and your normal person outside of the industry, that's not who, that's not they're going to be their experience, right? That's not generally going to be, um, you know, the people getting into it. So, like I said, there's no judgment for people how they want to use it, whatever is effective for you. I am here personally to say, I've done the wake and bake. I've been using for uh, 10 years now in all different facets, you know, and I've taken 
um, tolerance breaks and different periods of time where I haven't used it, gained the introspection I think that comes with that contrast of using and not using. And I've really kind of created, you know, titrated a program that works for me specifically. And I've worked other people through their own titration program of what works for them. Um, but what I'm hearing you say is like, when we are empowered in our use, not only do we, you know, have a higher level of just operational ability in a day-to-day setting, um, but people were inspired by that. I, I found people were like, "Hey, like, there's different ways to use it than what I'm seeing. Like these, all these kind of influencers do. You know, everyone's kind of waking up, baking it up, and, and you know, whatever. It's selling product, and it's part of the industry. I get it. And people were looking for alternatives to that traditional narrative of the, we'll just call it the wake and bake narrative." I was speaking at a conference earlier this week, and I mean, there were some powerhouses in that backstage and and on the stage. And it was really powerful for me to be in a space like that, surrounded by entrepreneurs that I've been following and, and just inspired by. And just the authenticity, right, of how cannabis plays in our, in our life, right? I, it mm. was, I think my session was at uh, noon Eastern time, so 9 a.m. Pacific. And I got to witness these brilliant minds, right? Maybe there was somebody in the backstage with a vape pen at 9, 10 their time getting ready to go on stage, and they crushed it. They delivered an amazing presentation. And I just, I felt inspired. I felt empowered by that authenticity of the individuals being like, yeah, I'm, I'm doing this. I'm going to have this. I'm going to have a joint just before we go live. It was really kind of cool and unique because you probably wouldn't guess it. If you looked at these individuals on LinkedIn or Facebook or Instagram, None of us are really doing that. Not that you won't see a picture of us with a with the product, but like it's not the highlight of our page, right? It's you know the highlight of the page is what we're doing, what we're working on in that moment. Um, but it was just really unique, and I know that's something that you and I have talked a lot about of just how it plays in in your life. Yeah, well, I think I think what you hit there. I don't know if you used the word, but for me, it's intention, right? Like, what is your intention for using medicine, right? We all have different needs, and I think alone, like just having a full spectrum CBD, where using the whole plant and you know enlivening your endocannabinoid system alone, like that's a bare minimum. I think that everyone could benefit from, right? And then from there, it's like, what's your what's your need? Do you need to like say some people have know ADHD or whatever you want to you know whatever you want to whatever the diagnosis is per se but you know we know that cannabis can help calm us down bring us to what what I like to call a flow state um, but it's all about titration right and for me I overused cannabis for a very long time and I still do from time to time you know overdose is an interesting word because I don't, I don't really like that because it, it has negative side effects or has negative connotations of, of you know death or these things like that but technically a lot of people are overdosing on cannabis they're using more than they need to get the desired effect that they want and you know as people in the industry as people who are pushing product I don't see a lot of people you know talking about maybe the responsible use or not even responsible it's not about being responsible it's about being I'm a peak performance person I used to race motocross you know, I've done things at a high level for a very long time. I'm very, very, um, you know, attuned and very wanting to be at my highest and best. And for me, you know, using larger quantities slash overdosing wasn't wasn't bringing me to that space. It ha- helped contrast my normal state, helped give me some introspection and some different things. But 
there was things that was lagging. There was some things, some downsides from from the the full use. And you know, just over the last five six years, I've really titrated you know what works for me, how much works for me, what types of you know chemovar strains work best for my body. And then, you know, what time of day works best? You know, I, I use nootropics in the morning, like a CBD nootropic and different stuff. And I don't use any, you know, THC really until generally afternoon, like afternoon, just because I'm getting shit done. I'm busy. I have my nootropic. I'm focused. I don't even really need it. But in the afternoon, you know, you get that little bit of lag, whatever. I use cannabis as a coffee, right? So I use a little bit of cannabis in the afternoon to really kind of like take off my second wave get that shit done. And then in the evening, if I want to have a little bit more or take some more or sort of some different amount or different, you know, chemovar to relax, to kind of get out of that workspace, to get out of that go, go, go and kind of shift my, my energy. Cause that's really all, we're always just dealing with energy. Like, Oh, how do I feel? I feel like this. So I want to change my energy. So what am I going to do? I'm going to imbibe or I'm going to do something like that where it's going to change my state. And you know, I don't want to get too far off into that, but the breath, and I know you were part of a breath experience that I had, we had on, yes. the, on the show. Um, but breath is our most powerful tool. And, you know, I think there's some, um, some overlap with vaping slash uh, smoking. You know, you're breathing in deeply. You're expanding your lungs. You're doing these things that are literally waking your body up. Now, of course, the cannabis has effects and take that to the next level to a certain degree. But in general, we can use breath to really enliven ourselves and really wake our bodies up and wake our system up to a, to a degree that most people aren't using. Like I say, most people don't pay attention to their breath. They don't even realize it's a tool. They're just breathing. You know, they're just kind of autopilot breathing. And that's okay. I'm glad you're breathing. I'm glad you're alive. And the breath is the biggest tool that we always have available that has the biggest impact on our present moment. When the first time I ever experienced breath work, I think was in high school basketball. We kind of learned to regulate our pace, our heartbeat a little bit. and, And I remember kind of going through that. And then I guess I never really associated it with any other type of performance. And then I had that experience on your program and I remember being like, wow. I, and I think I had said to you all, I, it's like 11 o'clock here on the East coast. And there, yeah. yeah and, and I got my second wind and I was, you know, and I felt great and present. And then our good friend, nurse Mark was putting on a, a program, uh, I believe for two or, or maybe it was, uh, five days or seven days. And I just like, remember going through that and being like, wow, this is hard. You know, I did not get the desired effect and I didn't really know what the desired effect was, right? Because I didn't really have much exposure or experience. And the more that I practiced it, and I remember I was so frustrated the first time and, you know, the second time, like, this is stupid. Like, I can't do this. You know, I've got 50 other things I should be doing, but I'm trying to do this. And that's really when it kind of hit me. I needed to stop trying and I needed to just do it. <laughs> and, and it's now something I, you know, even speaking to my mom the other day, uh, you know, just was up late. Well, you know, did you do any meditation? You know, were, did you do any breath work or were you just staring at the ceiling, like counting the knots in, in the ceiling? And for me, it's really powerful to be able to talk like that uh, and speak like that with, with family and with friends. And so, being, you know, I wanted to thank you because being a part of your program really allowed me to one be exposed to it. So then I could talk about it. And once I could talk about it, I realized how many other people really kind of unlocked 
that key. Uh, and so I would love for you to kind of share, you know, a little bit like more about the inner circle. Cause I know I'm really excited to be a part of it. I'm excited to have a community where I can bounce ideas, where I can be a part of an ecosystem where I can say, you know, at the end of the day, I might bring, you know, a little pellet to the table or something, but you know, I, I want these pellets to, to be a part of the community, you know, and vice versa, right? I know I'm going to need parts of my supply chain that can come from a pre-vetted community because ex exhibit a we've all anybody building a supply chain in this space you're right i think we've all been screwed over in some capacity at some point in time and creating a community where not just that intention is the opposite but the intention is growth the intention is expansion. And so I really want to kind of have, give an opportunity for you to introduce that um, because it's it's been powerful so far and, you know, we're just getting started. Mm -hmm. Yeah, thank you for that opportunity. I think um, you know, we are all just getting started and we're all starting with whatever we have now and whatever we're, you know, whatever we have with us. So, you know, it's always a good place to start is what I'm getting at. I can, there's no too late or there's no wrong time. It's all now like if you have time to start or if it's t today's the day like we start now so as i mentioned earlier we kind of have four pillars we talked about the you know no false prophets you know really bringing trusted um not even just trusted but like really great leaders of of businesses and, and, and ancillary um, products that um, we can learn from like say whether it be marketing and branding or just all these little things like say anyone in the industry knows there's so many things that are evolving and changing from legislation to the way we market things or to way we can you know, legally get things out there and all that stuff. So really just kind of obviously focusing on the business side and really making sure that we're solid in our business practices and solid in, you know, uh, you know, functional things as a sustainable business. So, you know, pillar one, no false profits, learning from the best. You know, pillar two is that circular economy we talked about, really having people um, that have great businesses. And you know, like I say, we're growing every day with who's joining the inner circle. We have people like say from yourself that have alternative packaging solutions to, you know, white label CBD people who, you know, have some of the best, you know, terpene based, you know, CBD tinctures to, you know, marketing people and, and branding people and, you know, other types of like, everything, like literally anything that's in the industry, like we are connecting with. We're really wanting anyone who feels called to be a part of this community, who's looking for support, both from a business standpoint, but from a, like say, we've, if nothing else, we've learned in 2020 and 21, 2021 now that we need people, right? If we've been away from people, we need people. Like people literally, we need people. It's part of our DNA. We need to be around people, even if just virtually for a period of time here, we need to have that, that communication loop and that support loop. Because anyone who's out there, especially if you're like a solopreneur, you're just kind of, you know, medium, you know, starting your business and you only have like a virtual team or something like that. It's really challenging to every day wake up and have that focus, have that inspiration, have, you know, knowing that you have to take on all the challenges. It's really kind of daunting. So when you have a community, even if you can just ask one question, you know, if you have a whole thing today, like, man, if I just had this one answer, that'd make my day so much easier. Well, we can put it in the forum and we have people who are experts at pretty much everything. And you know, as we grow, we're going to have amazing, you know, we're going to have 10 experts on everything, right? So, you know, we'll have this amazing accountability and trust built in. And then the fourth pillar that I'm super excited about and that I think the industry really needs the most is the focus on leadership and growth. And I know we've talked about this, you know, a good bit off offline here and in other places. But, you know, as a business leader, someone who's been, I've been a, an entrepreneur for like, 13 or 14 years now, since like 2008, um, you know, as a business person, I've only, I've only been able to expand my business and really 
reap the profit margins that I really want when I'm expanding myself. I'm expanding my thoughts. I'm expanding my emotions as opposed to, you know, pushing them down or like say grinding through and, and getting rid of all these negative or, you know, trying to push back these negative thoughts. The more I'm able to take them on, process them in real time, have, you know, like say if that's processing with a person or, you know, getting communication and feedback and just continuing on the journey. So this, this idea of like soft skills and like, you know, EQ, right? Like emotional quotency. I think these are the, these are the, these are the missing key. And guess what? Facebook, Airbnb, they do too. They're the ones, you know, dumping hundreds of millions of dollars in programs and people who have these skills. So I can clearly see three years, five years, 10 years from now, if you're in the cannabis industry and you don't have a, you know, a higher EQ and are able to communicate and really have dynamic teams, you're going to be way behind because there's people coming in, like say, every day outside from the industry and from these other industries that are already doing these things, that they see these best practices, they know these techniques that work. It's just something that's going to happen. So if you're, you know, if you're in this space and you're wanting to you know, be sustainable in this space and have a business or a brand or something, you have to work on yourself. You have to expand what you think, what you know, and what you believe, because all of those things have a huge impact on what you're able to create. And as an entrepreneur, that's all we're essentially doing is creating. So the more we can expand our thoughts, expand our emotions to feel and believe that they're true and they're going to happen, and the more we can inspire people to be a part of that vision, right? That's a whole part about being really emotionally quoting. And I think that's what you do really well is you're really good at like speaking and communicating what your vision is, what your inspiration is. And people love that because they get it bought in. And like I say, they want to invest or they want to be part of your team or whatever, right? They just want to be part of you. And that's where that magnetism comes in. And when you're able to be in that space as a leader, you'll just attract the right people and you'll have, you know, the right opportunities essentially just kind of showing up or you'll be able to, to know the right opportunities when they do show up. And that's, the, you know, being a leader is as much about saying no as it is about, you know, moving forward with the yeses. And EQ is such a critical key. And I, I podcast host in a multitude of other industries and be it real estate, venture capital, uh, marketing, it all comes to, I mean, I was, I was telling you earlier, I was doing a manufacturing and supply chain show and the CEO was talking about expanding his mind and the type of leadership and empowerment and innovation that has come from that. And he and I had this beautiful conversation and you can tell we just both connected because in that world, in manufacturing, it's very just station to station and minimize, you know, critical thinking sometimes. And now it's like, wait a second, automation is the goal to minimize the critical thinking so our human capital can critically think. You know, we're empowering all of the machines to be the best in that peak performance that, that you talked about. And I think it really is a universal key, right? I can't think of an industry where being more self-aware, where being more in tune uh, is ever going to be a negative thing. I think back when I Politics. was... Politics. It's probably the only one. <laughs> If only because you couldn't, I, I, and this is full conjecture, Please. but I feel like you couldn't be a, a, a real politician and have, you know, a high IQ, at least previously. I feel like maybe there's inroads now for people, but in general, there's a whole system set up and that, that's the only system that I can think of because it's actually not based in the real world because it's actually really not based in the real world. In the real world, as 
<clears throat> as entrepreneurs, we have consumers and, and people that we have to answer to. Now, in a certain sense, they do, they have constituents that have, they have to vote for them, but they can essentially manipulate and do all these things that people are confused and don't know. Well, if you have a product or service, you fucking know if it works or not. <laughs> you love it or you don't. And you can't get so away true. and you can't, you know, you can't spin that shit around, right? Like, like a politician does. So politicians are the only people that have been super successful and I'm not saying they have low EQ, they just know how to manipulate it, right? And, you know, that's the only industry that I see that has really done well and has continued to do well. I would even call it an industry. That's the only part of our society that does well with that. All the other industries, like say you see everything popping up with Me Too and all these things for the diversity, it all has to do with, hey, like, how are we communicating with people? How can we be more inclusive in our, you know, everything, right? But it's really more about a human element, right? And that's what I think a lot of people... Like I said, you're talking about automation and people in manufacturing. They're, they're like, how can we get rid of the human element? How can we make it, you know, fully automated? And, and you know, that's the good to a certain degree, obviously, especially if we can free up people to do what we are best at, which is not, you know, machines. We're not machines where we do these little things. Like we have our best thing is right here is ideation, is thought creation. You know, that's what separates us from all the other animals, right? We're able to predict into the future and, and self, you know, future pace. Uh, potential possibilities where you know a deer can't do that or a, a gorilla can't even do that right um, and we're able to really introspect and look at the the past and what went wrong and what we can really learn from and and you know release other things that didn't work and, and they say the fears of failures we can, can get rid of those and really actually like use those as you know platforms to, to to better ourselves and you know we as these animals we have these amazing abilities that most of us don't use day to day because we're not required to because we're part of maybe a machine of a cog that doesn't necessarily you know, need that, that element of us. My point being, the more we can automate, I think that's great. And if we can empower people to be um, what they are and who they are. If we are really, truly trying to be, come innovators, then we really, that this is something that we need to do as leaders. Just, and again, I, I keep going back with like real estate. I was doing a show yesterday where Somebody that's been investing in real estate for 20 years said that he really became a investor and successful entrepreneur when he stopped thinking about the money and when he stopped thinking about himself mm. and just you know what an outcome meant for him and rather kind of the ripple effects uh, that I talk about a lot and we all talk about of what are the consequences of all of these things that are being done and that we're doing uh, and how do we turn that into a positive, like positive for me, that's not a bad thing. And a positive for you is not a bad thing. Win -win. And ultimately, as long as there's a, a funnel, a system where all of that truly kind of share loves with the world, you know, I'm in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, like, that's what that's what we want to do. So that's why we're creating Inner Circle. That's why we are creating this within the cannabis and CBD space because, like, say, there isn't a whole lot going on in the space right now where it's bringing people together. There's event, like, say, there was a lot of events and it's all fun and there's great, you know, maybe business happening to a certain degree. Um, but what I saw in the industry was two main things. That's when I started doing events. I did some research and really there was like two events. You have one that was like pretty pretty boring and kind of like focused on, you know right brain thinking like or you know critical thinking stuff or i guess that's a left brain left brain thinking critical thinking 
legislation, you know, whatever, right? And that's fine. Some of that's, you know, that's needed, right? And then the other other events were just kind of like parties. Like, hey, like, this is Kush Fest and everyone's taking dabs and we're all hanging out and we'll, we'll exchange business cards and we may do business with somebody, we may not, I don't, you know, whatever. And then nothing's wrong with either of those two events, to just be clear. Like, those are great. Those are fine. And it, it weren't risk. I didn't want to attend either of those events, to be completely honest. That's why I didn't. Um, so we, we started hosting events, um, you know, at a private home in L.A., so people could a have a, like a little bit more of a drop in, like feel a little more connected. They can consume cannabis on site, and and you know really connect with people on that on a personal human level, right? And then of course we brought in CEOs to drop some knowledge and really give some, and they would give Q and A feedback from the from the crowd, right? So like these these smaller like you know fifty people uh, events where they're getting, you know, I'm really good at setting up a container for people to step into feel uh, safe and just feel excited and then really connect on a human level. So just really connecting them on a human level. Of course, then they're, you know, talking business, doing things like that, asking questions to these amazing entrepreneurs who are, you know, in front of the room. And, you know, these two to three hour events, they go by so quick and people just at the end, they're like, oh, like when's the next one? Or like, what, you know, whatever. So it's like this different type of event where we can still have fun and really kind of be in like a, a you know, we'll say a traditional cannabis setting, but we're learning and we're getting, you know, connected with the best of the best, so to speak. And we didn't really see too many events that were kind of pulling those two together very well. So we started, that was the initial event we wanted to do that would really, you know, give people information and get, you know, great business ideas, but really, like I say, bringing people together on a human level. And it's almost like a next level of like a, it's almost like, a, I don't want to say maturity, because I don't want to say it's, you know, this is an immature industry, but it's kind of an immature industry, right? Like, you know, totally. yeah. So just kind of bringing it to that next level of like, hey, like, we're all adults. We all love cannabis. Like we can consume, we can have fun. We, I mean, I love having fun. Like that's one of my main things. Like if we're not having fun, like this plant is so fun. Like, and that's another thing I got in the industry. I was like, man, there's a lot of people taking it really seriously. And that's not a bad thing per se, but it didn't really reflect, I don't think the energy of the plant and the plant right. is a fun plant. So I think we need to have fun. I think that's one of the things that's going to take it mainstream in a sense of like, Hey, um, it's safe. It's fun. And it's effective as a medicine or as a, you know, whatever we want to call it moving forward. So what, what we wanted to do is just really create events that embody that and that people could get a part of. And of course, these were kind of B2B industry events, but we have a, you know, a, a vision of having more public facing events where there, these types of events are, are you know, are, people are coming in, feeling connected, um, you know, able to consume on site. You know, maybe they're not doing as much business if they're not in the industry, but they're just connecting on a human level. And my goal, like I say, my goal is always to how do we up level you as a human? How do we make you, you know, we're, we're supercomputers, right? This is just a, this is just a computer. I and mean, how do we upgrade our software? We're always needing software upgrades. We're always, well, we always need them. So whether we do them or not is, is optional. So, um, you know, I'm always upgrading my software. You know, I'm a daily meditator. Um, I'm always in communication with people. I'm always uh, taking inventory of what I've done and what's worked and what hasn't. All of these things matter for, you know, our personal evolution and, of course, our evolution as a business leader. So, you know, these important, these types of, these types of mindsets, it's the whole mindset of like, hey, I'm going to be growth focused. I'm going to listen to other people and and get real feedback, right? Like get out of my ego, get out of my, you know, I'm, uh, you know, the best or whatever. And maybe you are the best, but even the best learn and, and take advice. At least, you know, the best of the best do. So that's the, you know, the thing we really want to do is really like say, hey, we're going to create fun, amazing events, but we're really, really here to just up-level ourselves as human beings and as business leaders and to really create these leaders for this plant to become mainstream. 
Now, if I'm an entrepreneur and I'm looking, you know, I've tuned in, I've listened to this and it's like, wow, you know, I realize I need to find my community. Whether this is that community or there's another community, I need to find my community and really come together. Now, is can we find the inner circle or does the inner circle find us? <laughs> That's a great question. Maybe it's both. I mean, we, uh, we say we tend to get uh, introduced to things in the proper time and, and setting when it's ready for us. So um, I'm guessing if you're listening to this or if you're getting introduced to Inner Circle, it's probably the perfect timing. And if you're wanting to jumpstart the process, of course, you could go to innercircle.biz, check out everything we have there. Um, you know, we have an amazing, you know, bubbling community here that we're basically putting together. Um, you know, we have so many great episodes of, of, of uh, Inner Circle that we've already done that we have in our replay area where every week we're bringing on um, you know, new guests or new topics to go, you know, deeper on. And we kind of split our split our time between business and leadership. So we bring on, well, even when we bring on leaders, you know, even when we bring on people in the industry and we're talking business, I always bring it back to leadership. And we always talk somewhat about, you know, how they're leading their their business or their team or their brand or whatever it is they're doing. Because I think it's important to highlight that and, like say, really kind of bring out those those pieces of what leaders are doing in the industry um, that, that no one else is doing or that it's been successful or whatever, but going to inner circle biz, you can check it out. We actually have a free seven day trial. You can come check out the community, um, you know, see if it's a good fit. Like say <clears throat> right now I'm personally talking to every single person that comes in through the community, vetting them, having a 15 minute conversation and not everyone's a good fit. I'll be completely honest. I've turned a few people away and that's good <clears throat> in a sense of we want to have a container and, you know, in that container, you have to meet certain criteria to be a part of it. And I'm, we're not going to apologize that we're not, you know, we want to be inclusive. We do. And you have to play by certain roles. And I think there are roles that most people want to play by. And we're not here to, we're not here to judge. We're not here to do whatever. We're just here to hold this container of trust, of accountability, of your best and brightest of you being your best and brightest. And, you know, really like say that, that, that analogy of, uh, you know, rising tide lifting all of our ships together when we're when we're like say we're we're anchored together and we have a, a synergistic business and and you know life essentially well matt i'm super excited and we're just getting started so i am really grateful for you joining me today on weed buds radio and i want to make sure that everybody that's tuned in has a way to connect with you is linkedin the best way to connect with you directly or some of the other channels LinkedIn works. Um, yeah, Matt Ritchie is the name, LinkedIn. Um, you know, you can email me directly at matt at mrcannabis.com um, or, you know, IG, uh, Mr. Cannabis Events. We have a, an IG we've been building out over there. But yeah, if you want to just connect with me directly, you can go on LinkedIn or email me at matt at mrcannabis. And um, I'm pretty responsive on that. So I can, like I say, I've been getting tons of people that reach out. Um, most of them are a great fit. Uh, some of them are not, and you know that's just the way it's going to be. I'm, I'm excited to, you know, 80-20. 80% of the people we're calling in are amazing, perfect fit. You know, 20% is maybe just not the perfect fit, whether they're not there yet or they're just not maybe ever going to be there or not. Um, but either way, like I say, it's really interesting to see that there is a community within the cannabis space that does want this. And they just here's the thing. Everyone's so busy. Everyone's doing their own thing. Most people don't have the time to create these synergistic partnerships. They don't have the time to, you know, go out and ask for assistance on certain things. So when we give them the space to like step into, they're kind of like, 
Yeah, of course. I, I, I need some assistance. I need some some feedback. You know, I'm a I'm a solopreneur. I have a small team or whatever. Like, there's a lot of people who are not in you know these huge corporations, and they're doing it. You know, mostly with themselves or a small team. And as an entrepreneur for like say over over a decade, we you know I'm very very conscious that no one does it alone, and it's really challenging when you're you know day to day by yourself, as you I'm sure you know that you know to have that support and feedback system is going to be crucial not only to your business success but i think to just your personal sanity and you know all your your family success that you're doing on the other side of that to help keep that balance of you know getting all your shit done and being successful as a entrepreneur and still having time and energy left over to you know be a great partner or be a great father whatever you are whatever you're doing in your personal time where you're not working to really have that you know that essential energy that you need to basically create amazing things and still be a good person. I love that. And I appreciate it. Matt, thank you so much because there is no self-made successful human being. It just doesn't exist. And so thank you for cultivating that community. And thank you for joining me on Weed Buds Radio today. Yeah, brother. I'm always happy to be here. And uh, if anyone's out there listening, thank you for your time. And um, yeah, if you can be part of the inner, if you want to be part of the inner circle, connect with me and we'll see if it's a good fit. I love it. So of course, head over to weedbudsradio.com. Check out those show notes. We'll have links in there to connect with Matt directly, learn a little bit more about the inner circle. And of course, you can subscribe to our email list so you can get all of our new episodes of Weed Buds Radio as they come out. We'll see you in the next show.